Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. And Rockto's committee heard this week that Ireland is simply not doing enough to protect children from the dangers of artificial intelligence. Ireland's special rapporteur on child protection, uh, Keelan Gallagher, uh, KC, said children had been an afterthought when it comes to developing policies around AI internationally. This is the person who advises the government on child protection policy, has told this Rottis committee that AI children have been an afterthought when it comes to AI. Among those addressing the committee were members of the Irish Council for Civil Liberties and representatives from Cyber Cyber Safe Ireland. And we've spoken to Cyber Safe Ireland before. Uh, their chief exec is Alex Cooney. Um, Alex, you, you were you were at that meeting, or you and you're going into another meeting now, but short shortly. But we we are letting our children behind when we discuss the future of artificial intelligence. A very clear message. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. I mean, I think it's more than just the fact that they're an after uh, an afterthought. They are really guinea pigs in this digital age. We're testing out technology on them, uh, and we've no idea really of the impact of it. Um, so, I think uh, what our special rapporteur on child protection was. It's suggesting was that you know where where there is no consideration of children in the design of technology it is ultimately uh, designed for adults by adults <laughs> and yet as we know from unicef a third of online users are in fact children so they are extremely active online users but we are really falling behind in terms of proper uh, safeguards for them and yeah, they're, 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 they're the kind of guinea pigs, unfortunately, of the digital age. And well, that has to change. But if you look at the statistic that came out over the last couple of weeks, that one in five under sixes has access to a smartphone. We have a serious yes. problem here. Yes, that was a survey that we published last week, uh, which was um, we commissioned with uh, Morick, uh, where we surveyed 900 parents and we asked um, the ages of children and the ages uh, that whether or not they had their own smart device. And 24% um, of six-year-olds, according to the parents in that survey, had their own smart device and 12% of five-year-olds. So there's no question that children have 
tremendous access to the online world. And we're not saying, of course, that it's all bad. There's, you know, tremendous opportunity to, you know, growing up in the digital age. It's, mm-hmm. it's a whole different world and it's such an important way for them to communicate. But we must consider, as we do offline, as we consider children's best interests offline, we must consider their best interests online. So that committee hearing yesterday was an opportunity for us to talk about the fact that children are you know underprotected in these online spaces and of course the the artificial intelligence and i know we're talking about it a lot more although many of us in the committee made the point that of course it's been around for years it's been impacting on children's technology use for years because of the it, it drives things like the recommender system that serves content you know, to their feeds yeah uh, so it, they have been impacted by artificial intelligence and social engineering for many years at this stage but i suppose we're seeing these new developments in generative ai yeah. based on these large language models so the, the, the potential, the power is all the greater now. Well, the idea of every social media company, be it TikTok or X or Instagram or whatever, Snapchat, whatever, it's its aim is to keep this person's pair of eyes on their screen and not to move to another screen. They want you to stay all day on TikTok, stay all day on Instagram. So the algorithms, that which keeps us watching, it's all being driven now yeah. by AI to keep the kids watching. Yeah, and it's and it's a little more sinister than that because you know you could say, well, that's just you know interest driven, right? We've expressed an interest in something online, maybe we've lingered over a piece of content or we've clicked on something, so we're showing an interest in a, in a particular topic. But it it it's upping the ante. So when Frances Haugen blew the whistle back in 2021 on on Instagram you know she she talked about these little dopamine loops that are being created and that the fact that they know that things like hateful content are going to get a, a greater degree of engagement so they the recommendation is actually bringing content that is going to excite certain emotions fear anger because they know that that will mean that they engage more with that service so they'll, they'll keep going down that rabbit hole yes. so I think there's so little transparency around the techniques that they're using uh, that, and I think that has to change because it is really problematic. We know that children are exposed to all sorts of inappropriate content, harmful content, you know, pro-anorexia content. You could linger for a moment uh, on, a, on a, a recipe that could be considered maybe a diet recipe. You know, and within a very short period of time, you could be served up. And and, and I'm, I'm saying this is based on research. This is not just me saying it, obviously. You know, you could be served up pro-anorexia content. And this is this stuff is being served up to to, to our children. You know, I'm a parent of, of an 11-year-old and a 14-year-old. And, you know, the, the, this need for vigilance, this need to kind of check mm. and engage and, and chat is so, so important. But my job as a parent and all of our jobs as parents has become so much harder you know, even if we're really on it, at the end of the day, these, this stuff is so addictive. It's very difficult for children to put the devices down or step away, you know, and that's the way it's designed to be. Well, we now know, because science tells us, that addiction is based on dopamine. And then we know that screens, the stuff on our screens, causes the production of dopamine, which means that screen addiction is, is real. If we know that, so too do the people running the platforms. And you could almost suggest, Alex, they're using it for their benefit. Oh, 
I don't think you even, it's absolutely true. They're, we know that they're benefiting. So there was a study carried out, um, or which was released in December by the Harvard uh, School of Public Health, which actually looked at the advertising re- revenue of, of some of the top companies. So I think it was Meta, X, Snapchat, TikTok, um, I feel like, oh yes, YouTube. Uh, and they looked at the, com- the revenue that they generated for, from children, from advertising to children in, in a single year. So 20, they focused on 2022 and they found that they, that they earned collectively 11 billion from children from advertising to children 2 billion of that 11 billion was to children under the age of 12 and of course children under the age of 12 aren't supposed to be using any of those services and this is the real issue you know they are generating income so what we're asking of these online services is to not to not advertise to children to not uh, serve up you know to not use a recommender system to serve up content to them to not profile them not target them with advertising so they don't they will no longer be um, you know have that potential to earn the money so we're either going to have to look at a completely different model where maybe you you know pay to subscribe or you know we're going to have to say well look this is just the investment you have to make for future users that you and 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 if not you will face penalties because we've got to protect children's childhoods let's finish with a story that you brought before that eroctus hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Committee of someone who who contacted Cyber Safe Kids because her really worried about her 13-year-old daughter. What happened there? Yeah, so we get calls from time to time from, from sometimes it's teachers, sometimes it's parents uh, in relation to particular cases. And this particular parent had reached out because her daughter, who had been bullied online, had and, and, and her parents were unaware, unfortunately, that she had experienced this bullying. She had kept it to herself. But she had seen a, a trend on TikTok where you share your personal story, whatever it is of, of being bullied or of self-harming or, you know, sometimes even of, of, of things like sexual assault. So there were these young girls sharing their story, you know, under this hashtag of kind of mental health awareness. Uh, they, there was another hashtag venting. And they were posting these stories and, and really telling quite intimate details you know so this particular child had talked about the fact that she had self-harmed she had tried to restrict her eating because the bullying had been around her weight mm. um and this she'd shared this video un- unknown unbeknownst to her parents and it had had four thousand views it had had multiple comments and obviously the the issue here is that it's it's you know that's a tr- tremendously vulnerable child so when her parents obviously became aware of it the, the the video was taken down but then what happened was that her feed was being overwhelmed with content of this nature and this was tremendously distressing for her parents because you know th- this is a young girl of 13 who is being bombarded effectively with these very sad stories and it was really impacting on her mental health so she reached out to us to say what can we do we did obviously reach out to TikTok. Uh, we talked to her about how she could reset the For You feed so that it, it you know, reset that and hopefully would not serve up this kind of content any longer. Uh, we flagged it with the Online Safety Commissioner as well. But I mean, I, 
think this is a real concern that this is a child of 13 being served such harmful content and it's had such a dramatic impact on both this child and her family. Mm. Lastly, uh, Alex, people sometimes think, parents sometimes look at what their children are doing with devices and they think, I can't possibly keep up with that. I am overwhelmed by that. What do you say to those parents? I have huge sympathy for those parents. I, you know, as I say, I am a parent. I know it's 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 not an easy job, but but we do have loads of great resources to support parents. We're really conscious of the fact that we need to support parents. This is something we also say to the government. We need, we're urging them to, to invest money into awareness campaigns and support resources. This is why we launched that Same Rules Apply campaign on Safer Internet Day last week. We also have on our website a parenting guide. It's called the Better, uh, Better Digital Parenting, and it's available for free on our website. And it really is aimed at parents at any stage. So you could be a parent where all of this is ahead of you. Maybe you have young children. They don't have smart devices yet or you're a parent who's in the thick of it who's you know has a, has a young teen and is worried about you know how to better engage hopefully there's something there for everyone so i'd really urge any parent listening who's worried about this there's great advice out there so there's our uh, website cybersafekids.ie there's also webwise.ie that has some some great resources too and one of the ones that i often use as a parent is commonsensemedia.org they have such great reviews okay. of different apps and games that children want to play and it's really a balanced review so it's an it's a, their expert view they also have parent reviews they have child reviews so if your child comes home and says i want to be on snapchat Go and look it up. See what the experts say. Make a considered decision about whether or not it's right for your child. If you decide, yes, this is something I'm going to allow my child to be on, but under these conditions, you know, put those clear boundaries in place. The fact, you know, for example, turn off um, the turn on ghost mode with Snap Maps so they're not revealing their location. Make sure they're not sharing any more information or any personal information. You know, there, there are definitely things yeah. that you can do as a parent. So loads of great info. Is it a cop out to say, well, they know more than me because the stuff is there for you to learn? It, that is no that is no, no longer acceptable really. mm -hmm. there is so much good information as we as we parent our children offline you know we we do all these things for our children teaching them to ride a bike safely teaching them to cross the road safely we do that and it takes years and, and it's something that we know we have to do as parents this is we've got to extend that same logic that same practice to children being online okay my very last question to you alex if you wind the clock back 20 years to when all of these things were either a not in non-existent or be in their infancy would we shut would we would we have shut them down there and then if we know if we knew then what we know now I don't and 20 years is a very apt uh, time frame because actually Facebook was launched 20 years ago so yeah that is that's a perfect time to take us back to what I would love to do if if we could turn back time was to ensure that that, that there was proper child-centered design of these services a recognition that children would be using these services and a, a, and a recognition of how that plays out in the design and how we can better protect children from the outset because that's the thing that's missing this is how we started this conversation saying children are an afterthought children are guinea pigs in this digital age i'd love to change that and say children children's safety uh, and protection is a central design consideration of any new service being rolled out and i think that's something we have to really look at moving forward. Alex, always a pleasure to speak with you on the opinion. And Alex Cooney, CEO of Cyber Safe Kids, with a lot to think about. Corks 96 FM. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.